Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, yeah. this is the Rich Eisen Show. Rich Eisen. Oh, that's Susie Eisen Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> With guest host Susie Schuster. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Josh McDaniel spoke. I mean, I think there's always urgency at that position. Do you want Aaron Rodgers or not? That's the one thing here. Today's guests, former Raiders CEO Amy Trask, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero, and now sitting in for Rich, it's Susie Schuster. Hi, everybody. Susie Schuster here with you while Rich Eisen is at the Combine in Indianapolis. Thrilled to be in the seat, as I always am, with my guys across the way from me. Mike Del Tufo. I have to go to Mike first, Chris, because, you know, we just said today it's been 20 years of miking up. Yes. 20 years. 20 years. That's a lifetime, Chris Brockman. And even though I love your... Before I knew Rich. You did. And and I like that about you, and I like where your loyalty lies, and I do appreciate that very much. Susie, you are my... I love you. You know that. Oh, Mike. You're one of my favorites. Don't make me cry. My makeup's too good. Don't make me cry. Chris Brockman, good morning. How are you? Good afternoon, where you might be around the country. How are you, Chris? I'm great. I got some donuts. We're going to drink some mimosas here. Life is good. Yeah, once again, I never come empty-handed to the Rich Eisen Show set here in El Segundo, here on the Roku channel, Westwood One, wherever you find your podcast. TJ Jefferson has lit the candle, and I'm thrilled about that. TJ, make sure that's the bottle I didn't drop. I dropped Ooh. one in the parking oh, lot. No. Luckily, it did not well, shatter. I, I really don't know which one this is, but we, we're going to find out soon. But I tell you what, I, I appreciate Del Tufo going all like rock and roll nighttime bow wow talking to you. Just, hey, Susie, it's been a long time. I love you. you Why do that. you have the champagne like, over there, by the way? Because I went and got the champagne. You see, you never go get the champagne. I have to go in the back and get the champagne, so that's why I have. You also champagne. just said a lot of things I didn't understand. Well, rocking <laughs> rock something or other. My God. Real deep when he was talking to you with his voice, and I just found that to be. Do you find that weird, Chris? Like he just got like real radio DJ voice. With the thing is, like Mike hasn't been here in a while. It's been like a week since he's been here, right? Oh, there we go. Bring out the champagne right. and orange juice, and it was just like, "Hey, I miss you. I can't believe we're here. Well, bring it out, Liz. It's been Twenty years. What's going on?" Uh, I, I like to think of this as a morning salutation instead of the kind of pervy stuff that you guys are getting at. This is a family <laughs> show, and I'd like to remind you all to. Please keep it PG. It reminds me of when I almost dropped a really bad, bad word, bad word on TNT once in the middle of watching really? Deadwood. But that's a whole nother story. No, Hi, no, everybody. Great to see you. That's a story we need to hear. Oh, it's not. I mean, I oh. would have been fired. It would have been great. Oh, I mean, four letter F. Oh, worse. I mean, I think it was MF. Um, Twelve letter. No, it was like started with a C and ended with an R, and it wasn't oh. really a good thing. Oh. And, you know, well, I was, it was Deadwood. It was Deadwood. Dead you can yeah. use your imagination. Dead Hi, everybody. Hey. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen, who is in Indianapolis. He will be calling it at nine twenty. I am wearing this outfit. Well, first of all, I wear black all the time. So who am I kidding? But also, <laughs> you guys, second hour of this show is a serious. Serious female power situation. Amy Trask, former CEO Ooh. of the Raiders, 
also known as the Princess of Darkness, the greatest, (laughs) greatest, greatest moniker of all times. She's here. And by the way, she's here, and I'm probably going to handcuff her to this chair because I have so many questions. I want to hear from Amy her thoughts on what's happening in Green Bay. I want to hear a little bit of management speak. I want to know what she's thinking when Aaron Rodgers says, I've come out of the darkness and I'm back into the light. (laughs) And I want to pick her brain on that because, quite honestly, what does all this mean? What does all this mean? What are we saying here? He's come out of the light, but has he come back to Green Bay? Because it sure sounded like Brian Gutekunst yesterday didn't Gutekunst. quite jar with this whole lightness thing that Aaron Rodgers is talking about. <laughs> we can go to Aaron Rodgers first. Let's hear from him because he was on the Aubrey Marcus podcast on ESPN. He had this to say about his experience. I feel really good about um, about the conversations that... Um, that are going to be had that have been had with uh, important people in my life, yourself included, that um, help to orient me. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. Uh, all the answers are right inside me. And I I touched uh, many of them and definitely the feelings uh, on both sides during the darkness. And I'm thankful for that time. But um, there's a finality to the decision. Mm-hmm. And I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> but this is my life. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough and, and we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. That was Aaron Rodgers, of mm. course. And here's my question, Chris Brockman. Is this his decision to make? And I want to run another soundbite now from Brian Gutekunst that was yesterday that kind of brought this all into question. Yeah, r- really no updates. You know, again, I think, uh, like I was talking earlier, um, haven't had the conversations that we need to have yet. So really, really no update. Um, but looking forward here to being an MD and, and, and look at these prospects and try to help this football team. Who initiates when those conversations will take place with Aaron? Yeah, there's been some contact back and forth. Um, obviously, he's, he's had some things on his plate. Uh, but hopefully those things will happen soon. Do you want him back as the quarterback of the Packers? Yeah, I think you know that those discussions have to happen and making sure that it's the right fit. But um, obviously we know the kind of player that Aaron is. And um, you know, once we have those conversations, we'll, we'll be able to move forward with a lot more to say. Yeah, the, the words in question are making sure it's a great fit. Making sure it's a great fit. Yeah, we played that yesterday, and that's kind of the, you know, the phrasing that, that sticks out. Makes me, it's just so crazy. I, I, I just can't say this enough, how Aaron Rodgers sat there for three years while Brett Favre did his hemming and hawing, retired, unretired, come back, not come back, ultimately trade me thing, and then, you know, how not to do everything, right? And then he ends up doing the exact same thing that, in a weird way that Favre kind of did, including maybe flirting with the Jets. And it's just, it seems like Brian Gutekunst has kind of moved on. It seems like Green Bay is, they haven't come out and explicitly said that they've turned the page to Jordan Love and that Jordan Love is our guy now. He did say that Jordan Love can be a starter in the league, which makes you think that they're kind of leaning in that direction. But it just seems like, hey, Aaron, do what you want, but we're kind of ready to go to Jordan if you want out. Do you want out? Can we push you out? Look at some of these other places. You know, it just seems like they're ready to move on while Aaron's just like, well, it's my decision and it's my life and I'm going to take my time and think about it. Like, bro, it ain't up to you. It seems like 
Green Bay is ready to be done with this. Yeah, there's 60 million reasons to make this decision pretty quickly, and I don't think it's his choice at all, Chris. Right, Green Bay would love to get out from under that contract. Like They even said if, if Aaron does come back, he's going to have to restructure the deal. And so they're going to have to come in at a lower number and be a little more cap friendly, you know, so they're not, you know, paying this credit card bill in a couple of years when it when it's due. And it just seems the love era is here in Green Bay and where Aaron plays. If he wants to play next year, it's going to be somewhere else, whether it's New York or Tennessee has been one that's been popping up. Uh, or, or Las Vegas, I guess we'll see. But it seems like Aaron's done in Green Bay. And, you know, I was reading yesterday about the Niners even talking about finding these veteran quarter, quarterbacks. They're going to need somebody else to come in there. Suddenly, Aaron Rodgers becomes veteran quarterback TBD. Yeah, Where does he go? But, I mean, but, <laughs> Green Bay would never help out. No, team, never. And, you know, it's and, kind of spanked them in the playoffs the last few years. But, I mean, I, who wouldn't want to? Who money. wouldn't want to love to play in San money's money. with that team? Money's money. I mean, you just. I mean, you would think not, but you know, I just think that money's money talks. It's pretty loud. I don't know. I don't. Who knows? We'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. But won't your money go a little bit further in Wisconsin, though? Then wouldn't it though? <laughs> you would think. But those houses, though, but those houses that you see around the stadium in Green Bay, those little tiny houses that are wonderful, terrific, warm little houses with driveways. Those are expensive. Driveways and yards? Those are expensive are they driveways. Are expensive as a house with a driveway in, say, La Jolla or wherever? <laughs> the, the I mean, Niners. we could start zillowing during Clara. the show if you'd like, <laughs> TJ. That would make Valley. for a much more interesting show. But, I mean, you know, we could start zillowing. It could have a new show. I mean, this real, could be part of the Rich Eisen, you know, show expansion on Roku. We could start doing... in Las Vegas is popping these days. Right. I mean, don't you think Thermalin, that's a... Henderson, let's don't go. Don't you think that's a great fit? Yeah, it's a great fit, especially when, you know, you're the best wide receiver you've ever played with yeah. is now there and yeah. being like, all right, my college BFF is gone, but hey, Aaron, you should come here. That would be awesome. Come throw me some more touchdowns. A lot I of holistic that. retreats in the greater Las Vegas area. Oh, the desert. Darkness the, and light. Hey, look, Susie, you've been to the spas at the Vegas casinos. They're Sound awesome. Sound baths. A little pricey, but yeah, hey. A little pricey. Sign me up. He might be able to afford it. I mean, I think that maybe Aaron's got some loose change in his pocket that could pay for some of those. Money goes a little further in in Nevada. No, uh, no income tax. Well, it's a good thing that we have Amy Trask on because she's going to help us decipher this. We're going to throw a couple things at her and see if she can help us figure out what's going on, TJ. Because I'd like to know. (laughs) Uh, We also have Rich doesn't want Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. Like, what, what do you think about that fit? He doesn't? It seems like he does not, TJ, right? Rich does it, it not want It doesn't seem Rogers like it. Jets. He's flat out come out and said, I don't want him. He just doesn't think it would be a fit. Like what that, does he want? He wants to continue to, to keep languish losing? in mediocrity, apparently, Susie. Uh, look, That's what he I wants. I think Rich is afraid of winning because Rich has been a lovable loser when it comes to the Jets for his entire life. And suddenly if they get Aaron Rodgers and they win something, what is his identity? <laughs> so what are you saying that he's like the George Costanza of the NFL like world Charlie where he just Brown. wants to sit back and complain? Yeah, wow. Charlie Brown. It's more fun for him to get up here and lament about, oh, this always happens to the Jets and the trapdoor this and the injury there and the coaches and Rich Cotite and blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's like, well, what if you win? Then what? That's a very New England way of looking at things. That's like very angry and bitter, which, by the way, does probably fall into play for Rich. But <laughs> that said, I think that he would be desperate to see just just a couple wins. But this whole idea of like, I won't take, oh, I don't really want Aaron Rodgers. Like, who are we kidding? <laughs> you would take him yeah. so fast. I, I mean, I think that's ridiculous. I, no? I said that like a month ago to him, and he, shut, he continues to shoot the idea down. It seems so. like he's ready for Derek Carr, but while still like hoping Zach Wilson is good, which I, I don't really understand. Uh, 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 be, why don't you understand it? Because, breaking news, 
he's he's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's not who I want to lead my franchise. No. He's not a franchise but quarterback. But Rich is like still holding out hope that Zach Wilson kind of becomes the man. But that's fairly typical, right? That's like that's like waiting for Godot. That's like waiting for Santa when you're like 25. Kind of know that Santa's not coming, but kind of still hoping that the chimney starts, a couple flakes start coming down, some soot. No, it's just just an animal that got trapped. But that's a whole different show as well. So, uh, no, I think that the Derek Carr situation might make him incredibly happy, but we can ask him. He's calling in in nine minutes. It is his show. (laughs) So we can ask him when he calls in if he really just wants to be miserable. Should we start a segment by saying, hey, Rich, do you just want to be miserable or what? Yes, I think that's how I mean, that could be excellent. I think that's a great idea. And by the way, that's like a um, that could be a new segment for you. Do you just want to be miserable? <laughs> Get a sponsor for that one because, by the way, they will line up. Uh, other news out of the combine: we should talk about a warrant out for for uh, Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter, part of the fatal car crash on the fifteenth um, out of Athens that did kill a player and a staffer. Um, rumored to be the overall top draft pick at the combine, he has now left the combine. The charges uh, that are, he is facing on the arrest warrant were reckless driving and racing, leaving the scene of a crime. No word on his blood alcohol content, but clearly that is the news out of Indianapolis this morning as he was rumored or I believe expected to speak with a bunch of other players at 1030 Eastern time today. Uh, he has now left the combine. So we'll, we will talk to Rich about that as well, because no doubt that's the conversation. It's going to screw up a lot of uh, not screw up, but change a lot of potential draft boards, league Year opens two weeks from today, so that will, I believe, TJ, direct the conversation in Indy. I think you're right. Huh. I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had something I was going to tell you, and then I paused because your your thought kept going, and then it just kind of just left my mind. I think I'm just thinking about. Yeah, this welcome to my life. It's, it's going to come back to it's me. Sad. Though. It's tragic. You know, it's. Um, you know, two people lost their lives in this, and and for a guy who, best player on the best team, best prospect on everyone's board, coming in, you know, could be the number one pick in the draft. You know, it's a situation you don't want to see these kids put themselves in, and it's unfortunate that it did t- take place. And you know, he's got to be held accountable for his actions in this, and and in the aftermath, it seems like he wasn't upfront and honest with, you know, police and investigators. You know, and you're going to have to, you know, pay that price if you're him, uh, whether that's any type of jail time, unclear, if it's, you know, falling in the draft or, you know, we could, you know, any number of issues could come up as a result of this. And we'll see what Rich has to say. I'm sure this is dominating talk in Indianapolis now as. Yep. And that's what it was. Comes out, you know, yeah. we were talking earlier at the show. Now I got my train of thought back. And, you know, it was like how much blame should be laid upon him. And I was kind of like, well, look, if you've got two people racing, you didn't force this other car to race. You know, it's a tragic event. Chris and I were just trying to figure out how much blame will be lumped on him. It's just, it, it, it's awful. But Chris said earlier, like, you should know better. And I'm like, yeah, you should know better. But these are young kids, right? Big, strong athletes just won a national championship. Kids that age, you kind of feel like nothing can stop you, right? You kind of feel... Just you could get do anything, you could get away with anything, and it was just sad. It was, it was 
sad to see that happen. You know, we, we said this earlier that very, very few good things happen at 2.30 in the morning. And uh, so we will learn yeah. more about this. We'll talk to Rich and Tom Pellicero will be calling in at the top of the third hour. We will also follow the story with him as well. Uh, that said, let's move on to other options uh, that we have for the show as we talk about the NBA. A couple good games last night. Some conversation about who's going to be the MVP. I mean, will it be the same contenders as it always is? I was watching um, the Lakers game last night and kind of scratching my head. Obviously, without LeBron, they're struggling yet again. And watching uh, the Timberwolves last night. Who, wait, who was it last night, Chris, that had that monster dunk? That monster dunk, it was, think, oh, man, I have to look it up. Jaron Jackson Jr. That's who it was. Did anybody see that monster dunk last night? Because I was watching it with Cooper last night. Did he go nuts? He he cocked it back, bro. He caught it and just. It was spectacular. It was a moment in basketball as we turned the, the page into something else to chew on that reminded you how much fun the NBA was. We went to the game. I don't know if Rich mentioned this. I'm sure he did, that we went to the double overtime game on mm-hmm. Friday night, Russ Westbrook's first game as a Clipper. Yeah. By the way, 0-3 is a Clipper right now. And uh, we got to watch that game in person, and that was so much fun. It was a reminder of how much fun the NBA was. I haven't been to a game in a while after covering it for so many years. God, that was fun. Well, you got to see the second high scoring game in the history of the NBA. For one, you got... Some uh, extra overtime. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that was definitely a, a great game to take Coop and, and, and his friends to. Yeah, right? we, were, we were, you know, we were making all the jokes about if you were like a local sports anchor. Well, it's raining outside here in Los Angeles, <laughs> but inside Crypto Arena, it is raining threes. <laughs> I was like, I almost said you staples. That, I still right? can't say staples. Crypto sounds awful. It sounds like the Crypt Keeper. But we were having the best time because it really is like local news, like mm-hmm. 101. Like all these things like, you know, the rain doesn't stop outside and so. Southern California, but inside Crypto Arena, it is raining. <laughs> buckets. Can't stop the buckets from the leaks, right? I mean, it's more fun to to speak in that parlance, isn't it? Don't you do that ever for fun, I DJ? Did, I think little I local. kind of did that a little bit to start the show. That yeah, was live more like local, an AM radio. Breaking, right? <laughs> well, Del Tufo was doing that weird, creepy voice. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't Come find on. it creepy. He said that, he, you, that we have a relationship for 20 plus years, <laughs> that he's known find me that longer, that he's known Rich. Puma, the stage manager Puma. over at NFL Network, Puma and I predate this NFL Network thing. Mm. Some of us have been around since the dawn of time, right? <laughs> well, it's like we bring up all the time. Everybody that knows Rich met you, it seems, before they, they actually met Rich. That's right. Just shows how long you've been in the game. Ooh, boy. Just don't say long in the tooth, because that would yeah. be like a really bad way to start the show <laughs> in the first hour. Uh, I did bring donuts, everybody. You Once did. again, does anybody ever see Rich bring donuts here? I mean, uh, if you're no. watching on Roku, and which, by the way, you know, my obsession because Roku channel is so easy. I always go to it on my app when I'm driving mm-hmm. with my foot up and a cup of coffee in hand. <laughs> going 80 in so a very easy. safe car. Huh? I said going 80 in a very safe car. Well, listen, as you like I'm, to say. I... I I'm in a very safe car. 65. I'm in a very safe car. But, you know, I love it because I'm a tech idiot and I just go on to my app and I hit mobile and I'm suddenly listening to the show and watching the show, maybe watching the show while I'm driving. But if I put it over there, I'm just just keeping an eye on you guys. Also, I like to listen in. People, people must think I watch the show all the time on Roku. And I, I watch, I listen when I get in the car. But what happens is I'm such a producer that I'm like, I start pinging Chris and TJ, like, yeah. ask, him this, ask him that. Yeah. Rich was doing Dan Patrick's show earlier, and uh, he was mentioning 
the uh, height and weight. So I texted Dan. I'm like, ask Rich when he's going to do his height and weight. <laughs> I mean, it's like I can't help myself. It's really <laughs> ping. Can you imagine? <laughs> That'd be a segment you could do on this show. But I think that would be a little, a little nope. repetitive. Rich is calling in already. Is he on already? Well, let's just take a break. We're gonna we're break. gonna take a break. We'll come back with Rich Eisen. It's his show. He gets to call on, and uh, we'll hear what he has to say about everything in Indian. Do you want me to ask him height and weight, Chris? Yes. Is it of interest to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Rich Eisen show ahead when we come back. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcoming back the radio audience to the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Watching a very fresh faced Rich on with Ed Reed as we were watching here on the Roku channel. And I have to say, we talked about this before the show. Taylor's always wanting him to shave, Chris. Always really? wanting him to have a, a, a fresh face. I, I prefer the bearded Rich, I'm not going to lie. Is that okay? Yeah, it's totally fine. I mean, you, you know, to live with them. Yeah, I, I mean, your I opinion do. counts more than most. I do, but I mean, so do you guys. We should probably talk about this when Rich isn't on hold, waiting to join us here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> but that's just how we roll here. We like to discuss Rich in third person, and also like he's not even in the room or on the Rich Eisen Show hotline. So we can welcome Rich back into his very own show. Hi, Rich. Hey, Sue's guys, what's going on? What Sorry, up? Rich. How's Indy? Uh, I am standing inside the convention center hall um, in the media center. Uh, and the fact that there is a media center for a combine just blows me away. As, uh, as you know, I've been coming here quite a while. Susie, it was 18 years ago 
that I first left our, our home for a combine to say goodbye for a week. This is 18 years now. And when I first came here, you know, it was in the old RCA dome, which has now been destroyed to make the parking lot for Lucas Oil. And, you know, there may be a handful of members of the media, and they were all kept outside of the one entrance into the combine, and they would just try to pick people off, you know, to interview them. Um, and then they started having people at podiums, um, and they would be throughout the convention center. Now there's just one hall, and I'm, like, looking, and it's there's eight podiums, um, and, you know, prospects were supposed to be at them. Um, but they pulled all the prospects this morning uh, on the news of Jalen Carter. Um, so all the podiums that would have been filled with defensive line prospects getting set to work out tomorrow are all empty uh, until the top of the hour when coaches and general managers return to them. So what are you expecting is going to happen now today, Rich? That how does this alter everything? You mentioned, obviously, the players are no longer on the podiums today, but... Will this take over the entire narrative of the combine today? Yeah, you know, I think tomorrow for sure, Suze. Tomorrow is when the on-field drills start. It's when Daniel, Jeremiah, and I started talking for an insane amount of time together. Um, and, um, you know, uh, so tomorrow when the defensive linemen are working out, you know, we'll still focus, obviously, and it'll all drill down on the, on the kids who are out there working out and, and on screen. But, look, I mean – Daniel Jeremiah's number one player on his draft board is Jalen Carter. Um, there are uh, a ton of other evaluators, uh, not just on the media, but in inside draft rooms um, and inside draft uh, meetings who have Jalen Carter number one on their draft board. And that young man is no longer number one on their draft board. And he has left here, and I was told, uh, as a matter of fact, that he was getting set to take the podium. He was 10 minutes away from his media availability Whoa. when word came down out of Georgia that he was about to be charged with, uh, uh, you know, reckless driving and, and, and the charges with which he was uh, served. And, and, and that's when the league, you know, and everybody running the combine, the league doesn't run the combine, the scouting community does pull Jalen Carter and I don't know why they would pull the rest of the defensive prospects uh, I guess they didn't want the kids being asked a question about Jalen what are they going to say but they just decided to just yank them all um, and and so that's the conversation today is is you know the the, the, the guy who's number one on so many people's draft boards um, was 10 minutes from being at a podium before he got pulled and he's no longer, obviously, at the combine. He's got serious charges facing him back in Georgia. And should he clear those, um, then obviously there'll, there'll be a conversation about where he's drafted in the NFL draft. Should he clear those charges between now and, I guess, what is it, 56 days from now, the NFL draft? Um, you know, we were talking just uh, – uh, Charles Davis and I were just talking a few minutes ago. He was talking about Lyle Collins, who, you know, TJ knows very well. He's a, a former Cowboy, now with the, with the Bengals. He was falsely accused uh, of a crime at the Combine years ago yep. while he was here. Didn't work out, and then didn't get drafted. Then wound up um, signing with Dallas, having a terrific career um, to this date. So, 
I don't know is uh, the, the, the operative three words for Jalen Carter. That'll be a serious conversation tomorrow when the defensive linemen are out there. I and mean, then obviously when the defensive linemen are done, we'll all turn our attention to it. But for the moment, the guy who's number one on so many people's draft boards um, is facing jail time and um, isn't here anymore. Let's move on to some other news from the draft and for, sorry, from the combine and from football all around, Rich, and that is Aaron Rodgers breaking his silence after his days of darkness. He says that he is back into the light. We've got a soundbite to run for you and love to hear your thoughts on the other side of it. All right. I feel really good about, um, about the conversations that, um, that are going to be had that have been had with uh, important people in my life, yourself included, that, um, help to orient me, but I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. Uh, all the answers are right inside me, and I, I touched uh, many of them, and definitely the feelings on both sides during the darkness. And I'm thankful for that time. But um, there's a finality to the decision, mm-hmm. and I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I got asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it, when you think it's drama. They're going to be in a diva or whatever. And just tune it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> but this is my life. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough. And, and we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. All right, Rich. You've been waiting to hear from Aaron Rodgers. And this is what you heard. What do you make of it? I totally buy it. I totally understand it. And I think part of that soundbite as well, Suze, um, and I, I I hadn't heard it yet. I read it. I read the excerpt. Um, and I think part of his excerpt is, uh, and that soundbite included him pointing out, like, you know, he used to be the Jordan Love in this equation. And that Favre, <laughs> I'm just talking about it just yesterday. You can call it drama all you want. And yes, obviously, darkness therapy and being, and somebody being so open about being in touch with feelings and, and things of that nature people might find is, uh, you know, um, uh, I guess, what would you call it, uh, uh, unconventional or, uh, or, you know, uh, a little bit out there. This is just him. And, you know, Favre waited till much later than a week like this or even next week to render a decision one year and then reversed it in June. So this is nothing uh, in terms of uh, over-drama. Um, you, you may think it's eccentric, but um, I, I, I hear him, and I just don't know what his decision's going to be. And like we discussed, you know, <laughs> like we discussed yesterday, um, you know, I, it, just hearing the conversation of the Packers wondering if it's the right fit, I think he's wondering the same thing. He's wondering the same thing, and it's probably very difficult after 18 years to sit around and think maybe the spot where I'm so closely associated in my entire life has been I'm not a fit there anymore, and I don't feel like I'm fit there anymore. He's got to make these choices and and live with it. And then obviously the ripple effect of, of that will be felt by all these other teams here. And this will absolutely, if we don't hear anything more from him now, uh, um, on the subject matter over the next two days be a major part of the conversation when the quarterbacks get out there in the, um, uh, on the field in the, uh, for the combine drills on Saturday. So um, I, I believe it, you know. And how many times, Suze, 
in our, in when Total Access started and NFL Network started. Did I call you and say, "I'm going to, I'm, it's going to be a couple hours. I'll meet you. I'll meet you wherever I'm meeting you." You know, like because Favre was out there trying to make a decision, or he retired and unretired. It was nonstop. Yeah, it was Favre watch all the time. I mean, that's basically what it amounted to. But and yet again, it's with your Jets because the guys here in the studio seem to feel like you do not want Aaron Rodgers in New York. Is that true? I because you come on, you're a Columbia grad, and I don't just say that to to point out how smart you are. You you've spent you spend as much time in New York as anybody I know. There are a lot of Shambhala studios. There are sound baths and yoga studios. There's dark and light. Got it. I got it. And uh, Shambhala products, um, I'm not afraid to admit, are uh, they, very good uh, for the skin and for the senses. But how would that, that soundbite play in New York City, what you just heard? You mean for the back pages of the Post, you mean? Is well, that what you're worried about? Everybody. You know, just for Fireman Ed. Could Fireman Ed <laughs> understand getting in touch with the people? You know what I mean? Like, seriously. Right. I mean, this, Joe is guy, this is a guy who this is a guy who, who 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 many people need to look at to spell out a four-letter word, you know. So I mean, come on, I I just don't find it. It would play well. You know? But Rich, the guys think you don't want him because you're com- you're comfortable losing, and that you come from a place of oh complaining, and so they're they're afraid that you don't want him there, Rich, because you might win a couple games, right. and I know that right. seems now, foreign to you, but the guys are basically we, we, saying that you're comfortable in the loser's seat. Is that true, Rich Eisen? Okay. We, we have now reached the awkward portion of this interview, not because of what appears to be obvious, but I know I'm treading lightly with you, Suze. I need to hear this from the guys. Is this an accurate description behind my back of what you think I'm saying about Aaron Rodgers? I need to hear it from you. Behind your back, I mean, I, I would say it if you were here. Um, your identity for 50-plus years, your whole life, really, as a Jets fan, has been wow. a loser. Wow. And so you're, that's how you, you're like Charlie Brown. Like, you wah, wouldn't wah, know wah, what to wah. do if you started winning. Oh, so, like, the idea, gracious. like, I don't want Rodgers because we might win. You're just afraid of success and afraid of what your new identity might be because you spent 53 years being, as a Jets fan, a yeah. loser. Yeah, your two, two years, these last two years, you know, one of the things you can't what two years? They're in the, the past. Last two years? No, 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 no. The last two years of made the playoffs. Of Mac Jones and 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 the coaching staff isn't right, and and, and the roster isn't right, and the losing that happens, and the the the, the blown out by the Bills. These things you, you can't. It doesn't compute. Better because record than the Jets. In an age of water skiing behind the Brady yacht, Seuss, you always used to tell me the stories of going to the old Foxborough and sitting on those tin can benches. Yeah, the Moses Yatupu years, they were dark. They were cold. They were cold. Oh, my God. You water skiing behind the Brady yacht for as long as you did. It's exactly why when Brady left New England, I looked at you on the show and said, Welcome <laughs> to the rest of us. Right, right. I Mr. get it. Big highfalutin saying that I don't want Rodgers because I'm afraid of winning. Get out of here with that noise. I want to win. I just don't think he's the guy to win. As a matter of fact, Derek Carr is meeting with the Jets right now somewhere in this town. I am going to find them. I'm going to barge in there with a pen and a lawyer 
I'm going to find a lawyer. I don't care who it is. I'll just drag him <laughs> off the chair. I don't care if it's the Saul Goodman of Indianapolis. I'm going to go find him. The pen. We're going to hammer this thing out. It's Take the pen, Rich. Take the pen. Rich, is, is, is Ed Hockley there? You can get Ed. Brilliant. Ed Hockley. No, that was, the, that was our last uh, road trip. Would you rather sign Derek Carr today or be offered yep. a seat on the Rules Committee? Oh, what's more likely? Oh. What's more likely? He don't, uh, he don't like Carr that much. No, he wants to be on the oh, Rules no. Committee so bad. Competition committee. He wants oh, that so way, badly. DJ, I, I'm in, this, in this room... Uh, I'm standing in front of Podium 2, where in 20 minutes, Mike McCarthy is <laughs> Okay. Wow. You should live stream that. What do we, we, we want to ask? What do we want to ask here? I, you know, just how are we going to improve our offense a little bit? Stop. You know, are we going to no, get... Stop. No? Stop. Okay. I need a question. I need a question. I how about, like, question. why you got to do me like that? <laughs> I, I, really, I don't have anything off the top of the dome, man. I uh, literally have a, an avenue to ask a question for you to your head coach in well, 20 I, minutes. I tried to give you one, and you said, no, no, no. You, you didn't no, like the question. I'm going oh, to say, how, am I, how are you going to improve your offense? Come on. <laughs> ask that to an NFL head coach? Come on. That's like, that's like saying, what's your second half adjustment? That's a rough I, question. I think I need to hit this mimosa before this interview's over. And then I don't I'll know have, what you're waiting for. Oh, I just think it's ridiculous. I don't have a good question. A lot of thirsty people in the studio. Um, hey, well, Rich, what about, the combine, everybody. what about all the quarterbacks? What are you hearing about the quarterbacks? Is Bryce Young too short? Who's the most durable? Like, What are you hearing from as you walk the hallways yeah. of Lucas Oil Stadium? Yeah, the, the Bryce Young's weight um, is, the, is the thing that's going to be talked about the most. Uh, I don't know when he actually steps on a scale. That's probably sometime today uh, or tomorrow. We'll find that information out. But, you know, there's always going to be a strength coach in the room that will raise his hand and say, I'll take care of that. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned about that at all. And I think, you know, he's not concerned about it either. There's a reason why he's not throwing here. He's acting like he's the first overall pick in the draft. And that sends a message. And obviously – Scouts will do their due diligence, which is the phrase uh, that pays, and we will see him at some point in a pro day, and uh, and at some point the Bears will make a maneuver to get out of their spot and figure something out. Um, that day is not today. That is for sure. Today is really, in all honesty, about hearing from these coaches and the, and the scouts, I mean, coaches and general managers, that it's their last day of being made available. And then um, tomorrow's the on-field drills, and it'll be about why Jalen Carter's not here and what does that mean for draft boards. It really will have a significant ripple effect in the top ten. That is for sure. Monstra. 100%. Sorry, I'm interrupting you to do yeah. a read. Is that all right? Can I, can I get this <laughs> in really quick? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sponsored by Monster.com. Monster.com can help you tackle the job search and make your next career move. It's time to get off the sidelines. Go to Monster.com and win the job hunt. Sorry, Rich, I had to get that in. It's important. I'm paying bills here. No, it's all good. No, it's all good. I'm, I'm sure we're, we're out of time. I know what the clock is more than most. Um, but I will be here uh, next two days as well. So there's be lots to talk about. I mean, I'm being replaced uh, the next two days. So, I mean, I won't be here to ask oh you the questions. God. But that's okay. Wow. Oh you know, I'll be, I'll be back in a couple okay. weeks. I've already started booking the show. Right. Just saying. Okay, <laughs> sounds great. I had to get my grievances. It was the airing of grievances, right? If we stick who, with the Seinfeld theme for the show. Who have you run into yet? Who's the most famous thing. person you've seen in Indy so far? Uh, I, I mean, famous? What are you talking about? Famous. There's well, I'm just saying, Peter, Sh- Peter Schrager is posting pictures with Andy Reid. So, like, what do you got? 
Because he's, 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 he's out and about. I've been out and about. Chris, I got here at 1 in the morning. I had a crappy cup of coffee in my hotel room. Oh. You know? Uh, wow. And, and then I came here. Then I came here so I could give you nuggets. Wow, somebody worked you know? really hard on that cup of coffee. Rich, have you gone to Steak and Shake yet? No. Oh. No, literally. I, I have not been, I've been oh. here a little over 12 hours. Oh. That's it, folks. That's it. But I will give you full updates tomorrow <laughs> on all of those things. Tonight is... Tonight's an out and about night. I mean, you are the selfie yeah, king. Yeah. We yeah. want to see. Uh, we want to see a parade of selfies selfie of you king. and some. <laughs> yes. What? Like, what? Um, like Peter King. Yeah. Like I want to see everyone who's out and about. Also, overheard okay. combine still available on Twitter. If you just want to oh send me some nuggets, we no can get problem. those out. Right now, what hasn't been heard is a legitimate question for the Dallas Cowboys head coach that I now can get in 16 minutes. Well, I, okay, my, my question being, Dallas Cowboys. If, he, if he's taking over the offensive coordinator job, right, yes. I, I just want to kind of know, like, what is our offense going to look like? How is he going okay. to address the wide receiver? Which, getting back to my original question, the, off, the wide receiver position is pretty bad for us. You know, we had C.D. Lamb and we were – Piecing like a jigsaw puzzle with no picture yesterday, just piecing okay. stuff together. So, how's he going to address the wide receivers? What's the offense going to look like under him? Oh, and what kind of offense are we going to be, be running this week? Be careful this year, rather. Houston, what, 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 what did he just do that he's not supposed to do? And asking him in a question in an interview. You don't want to ask do? three questions in a row, and they you don't want a yes no. or no, and yes or no. Got to drill down, or just one. Yeah, you got to have one question, well, one, I mean, question. I, one question. Otherwise, otherwise they only answer the last one. Well, I think the, that was all one question. Just that was a run on. That was a that no. was that was rough. Look, I was put under the gun here. I wasn't expecting to ask Mike. TJ, a question. that's the job. You got to react on the fly. Well, I gave you a correct react. answer. He didn't like it, Jeez, and then I tried react. to move on. He said it was too many. Get your damn act together. <laughs> I knew that was coming. But Rich, at least he didn't do my all-time pet peeve, which is talk about, talk about, yeah, talk about. See, I knew oh, better yeah. than that. So talk lame. About. Talk, talk about, about your plans. Talk talk about your plans. Coach, can you talk about how we're going to win the Super Bowl this year? Can you talk about yeah. asking a lazier question? <laughs> right. I mean, really. Way, I've, got my, I've got my steps in here. I've been pacing the entire time. <laughs> oh, imagine that. So, but you probably already know. You guys are aware of that, that he paces when he's on the phone. On the uh, right? Oh, my it's, gosh. It's oh, like yeah. he's worn a, a hole in the carpet. We haven't even talked to you about any of the, the Eagles push rule stuff, but we'll do that in the next segment. We'll be fine. We're going to be okay without Enjoy. you, Rich. I've, I've done this before. <laughs> Right. Sounds good. Also, Amy Sounds Trask good. is here for the second hour. So, I mean, how lucky oh, am I? So, that. yeah, That'll CBS Sports uh, football aficionado, Amy Trask in the chair next oh. to me. And I'm excited about that. All right. Have a great rest of the show. We're going to try. Easy, Rich. We're going to try. easy. How about them Cowboys? Okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in front right now because uh, of a podium two, especially since I've got five questions that <laughs> I want to ask him. And I'm giving you options, baby. Options. Just pick one of the five. Yeah, That's all you got to uh, do. Just pretend you're Dion and you don't care that there's anybody else there. Remember in the olden days <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. would do uh, you when you would do the media Bowl? night? Yeah, from Super Bowl media night. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You just right. ask care. questions over and over. All right, take care. Bye, Bye-bye. Rich. Bye-bye, Rich. Thanks for calling in. That's like in the olden days here, and I say the olden days, when Jim Hill from uh, Channel 2 would ask questions, it was an unwritten rule that he got to ask the, the first, first yeah. four questions. First. <laughs> and I got to town and I was like, I'm not waiting for him to ask his questions. This is ridiculous. And people are like, oh, no, no, no. You have to let him ask the questions first. I was like, what? This is stupid. Did you let him ask the questions? No, I, for, for fun, I would just get in there and ask the questions. <laughs> Susie was right in in the old Fox Sports I was very days. direct in the Boom. Fox Sports days. I was She'd direct. Right in. Yep. I'm saying, Susie, if Rich says I gave him five questions, and just pick one of the five. Roll with that. You know? Roll with that. Roll with one of the five. <laughs>
about to pop this this champagne. Pop the champagne. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're waiting. I'm going to shoot this cork into the camera. It might hit me, TJ. Be careful. I would not do that. I recommend against that. Don't break anything in this studio. A lot more Rich Eisen show when we come back. Mimosas. It's Wednesday. We're drinking early. We'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Wrapping up the first hour of The Rich Eisen Show, Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen here on Roku Channel, wherever you find your radio and podcast uh, listening pleasure. Happy to be with you guys on this Wednesday while Rich is in Indianapolis. You just missed him if you just tuned in right now. If you want to listen to Rich calling in from Indianapolis, go check us out on YouTube. Go check out us, uh, rack it back on Roku. So many ways to find The Rich Eisen Show, and I'm happy to have you do so. That said, let's talk about something that happened yesterday, a conversation with Howie Roseman, the general manager and executive vice president of the Eagles, talking about the push rule. A lot of controversy about the Eagles' push rule. Let's hear our soundbite. There's some conversation about uh, the league addressing all uh, these quarterback pushes, push plays, you know, to use with Jalen and so forth. What, do you have any reaction to that? Any thoughts on, uh, on maybe why that is now top of the conversation? I think it's a better question for Coach Sirianni. All I know is everything we're doing is legal and it works. And just because people do something that's really good doesn't mean it should be outlawed. <laughs> I have a hard time understanding personally why this is such a big issue. Yes, the Eagles ran it perfectly many times. Haven't we seen this our whole lives watching football? Chris, why are you laughing so much? Because you love I'm Howie. Laughing, I'm laughing because I think as time goes on and on here, I love Howie Roseman more and more. It stinks that he's not... Uh, not running my favorite team, just how awesome the job this guy's done in recent years. I think this whole thing with the push is hilarious. Nobody can stop it, so everyone's like, we can't stop it. Let's, let's get it banned. But also, it's been around forever. So Yeah, but nobody's really done it to the extent that the Eagles have done right. it here. They've really figured out kind of a loophole, TJ, of like, we're going to bring the rugby scrum, mm-hmm. and we also have this awesome quarterback who can't really be stopped, so let's just kind of shove everybody forward. This kind of goes back to like, can we blame Matt Weinert and Reggie Bush for this? this <laughs> right. By the way, this is kind of where it started. Also, I, I I can understand why you're a fan of this because your team is quite notorious for. 
taking those rules, a lot of rules huh. that people don't even know exist, and kind of, you know, pushing it to the edge. It's still legal, but because no one knows about yeah, it, people are like, oh, this is wrong. It's like, nah, we're able to, wait a second, we're able to, let me just do this real quick, bang, we'll do that. <laughs> so I can understand how you would be a fan of Howie, right. because yeah, yeah, your team is, is really good at doing stuff TJ, like that. TJ, don't be point. bitter because we win. I mean, oh, there's a rule book for I, a I, reason. I admire and that, to be honest with also, you. Also, if something is legal, and we do have a lawyer coming in studio for much of the second hour, mm-hmm. named Amy Trask, and we can ask her about the legality of this, if you like, TJ, from your bitter perspective. I, but, did I sound bitter? I did I like, sound like, I, I'm, 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 I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you're able to do it. Don't be impressed that we're smarter than you are and uh, look how he how he's, uh, how he checked the rule book everything's legal i mean there it's it's a push not a pull right it's yeah. a push pulling, not a pull pulling illegal pushing totally fine yep. you know the tom brady was maybe the greatest quarterback sneaker of all time i think jaylen hurts is going to give him a, a run for his money as long as they don't ban this because they don't like it <laughs> and, and the truth is is that that was the best of his mobility tom brady's i mean there were times That's where he surprised us but like, that he really fell forward yeah. beautifully right. and i'm not gonna lie that it was legal it's it is legal and i i have a problem with changing it and i know that the rules committee is waiting to hear my thoughts on this so let me just talk to you directly because rich can't get a seat <laughs> at your committee hey listen guys i think it's fine <laughs> um i think it's okay i think you should leave it be and you're welcome See, see what I did there? I just fixed it's as the legal NFL. as that tuck rule was back then when no one knew it existed. Which it was. You, know? I'm, you mean the forward pass. Hey, listen, um, <laughs> TJ, selfish. Yeah. You should pour for the rest of us. Pour, well, we pour one out up. for Amy Trask yeah, as she comes out here. Out, CBS Sports football aficionado. And we're excited to have her here for much of the second hour. Yes, the Princes of Darkness will join us here on Roku Channel and on radio and podcast networks across the country. And We'll talk much more about the about the combine because, you know, that's why I'm here, people. Right. I'm not here just to fill the seat, although many people think that I do poison my husband to come in and get some airtime. And I don't have a well, problem they, with they that. think that because you've actually said it like you said. That's was that mean. me? <laughs> Lots of Rich Eisen show when we finish up this uh, first hour, much more in the two hours coming back. We'll be right back with. Yeah. And uh, I like Howie because he he puts himself out there. That's what I like. I like yep. about him. I mean, he's a very much a 21st century GM. And by the way, like, so what if he's like uh, flirting with legality? It's legal. It, it's either legal or it's not legal. Correct, Chris? So I want you to remember that when one of your kids comes home a little bit late from curfew mm. or does something. And I want late. you to remember what you just said now. They're late. Like, no, no. Our whole rule in our house you know, we keep all of the electronics in a lockbox. We found this out yesterday. Lockbox. In a lock, and that's how Rich is yeah. beating your son in fantasy because he's not allowing him to Oh, you guys, it was so mean iPod. last night. So there's Cooper watching the uh, Timberwolves game with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Timberwolves. I mean, the, so- the Clippers-Timberwolves game, Clippers, game. Sorry, sorry, TJ. Okay, twisted. And Rich, I FaceTime Rich so he could say goodnight to the kids. What does he do? He shows Cooper his fantasy. <laughs> seven to four, seven to four, back and forth. Cooper's like, Dad! I don't get any time. And that Rich is, is wrong, Rich man. is showing him, like, shoving it down his throat. Kid's 12. I think it's possible that Rich cares more about fantasy basketball than his own family. Oh, wow. That <laughs> that is his own fa- that's bold statement, Bold Cotton. statement. Clip it. Clip it and use While that. While you were at the game. Yeah. How often was he checking the scores on his phone? Every five seconds. There when you he go. wasn't, you know... Putting down some snacks. We did have the uh, dessert cart. So Case closed. I'm just saying. Case closed. Amy Trask, much of the second hour when we come back. Tom Pelissero calling in. We have a very busy Wednesday. If TJ doesn't finish off the champagne, we will be, be right back after this.
Ha, <laughs> ha,